Look at her when she was doing that. That's actually fucked. She did warn me. We're back, baby. Missed you, Elise. It actually was tragic. After a week off, I texted Elise and I was like, I'm bored. You can't come in to record. We just won't tell your manager. Yeah, I was like, my managers won't know. Even though I'm the one that was like, to them, I need a break. And then I'm like, after one week, like, I'm bored. I just want to say, hey, everyone, welcome back to season three. On today's episode, we have things I've masturbated to in lockdown since quitting porn. He put pillows where she puts where she lays her head at night. He put her pillows over the shit. But yeah, so basically, just a reminder that I am still so fucked in relationships and no one, no one think that I'm like some like confident bitch. You know how men <laughs> how men say, I don't like drama. I don't like conflict. I really don't like conflict. And then they blame women for bringing conflict into their lives. It's a lot, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah, I mean, we had a month off. Jesus fucking Christ. What's happened in a month? When we went on break, uh, we were not in lockdown. Sips coffee, now we are, which is really exciting. What else has happened? I mean, I've literally, like, I've fucked new people. I've had new moments, new experiences. I have really good story to tell, but I need to wait a little while to tell it because I feel like my new rule for people that I have sex with or people that I date is not to talk about it immediately for their privacy, which... I know, it's dumb because, like, if you weren't doing anything wrong, you wouldn't be – we wouldn't be upset people knowing what's happening. But perhaps it isn't a good idea to analyse everything that's happening on a public forum. You know how, like, when you're dating someone – like, and again, I forget people can can listen. I forget this isn't just for the girls, the gays, and the days. I genuinely forget. I think that it's, like, no one that I date is allowed. They need, like, a code. They need, they need a certain link to get to it. No, no, no. It's, like, on my Instagram that they follow. Because, like, obviously when normally you date someone – Normally, if you're a normal person that doesn't overshare on a podcast every week, you like tell your friends how you're feeling and you like analyze that and you like play cool. Not me. I I upload reels, TikToks, and I talk about these people in such like so specifically that they know that I'm talking about them. So I'm going to try maybe have a delayed moment and I'll write things down and then I'm allowed to after two months talk about it or something like that because I feel like it's not helping me. It's not helping my cause. But I will tell you, I have some funny stories to tell you in a little bit, everyone. Unfortunately, we do have to wait. But being in lockdown has been fucking awful. I just want to say it's literally hell on earth living alone during a lockdown. (laughs) I cry literally every day. I was watching The Bold Type last night and there was a moment where like Jacqueline got fired from the magazine or something and I was sobbing. That's not that sad. It's like a lighthearted like sitcom. And I'm like, I was like, <gasps> but it was like holding back tears. Like the, like the tears you have when you're, honestly, when someone's like passed away and you are like, I don't want to cry about this again. But it was about Jacqueline getting fired from the magazine on some dumb show season three or some shit. Like, what the fuck? It's fucking weird because my only friends right now are people on TV. That's really fun particularly with someone that has really bad anxiety. I've been vomiting from panic attacks. I've been like, I know it's really bad. I'm not in a good way. Lockdown is not fun, obviously. It wasn't the first time. So like we've done it before and I lived alone for that as well. 
maybe it's because I like can't get to mum. Like I can't get to see mum. Like I like this. It's not like oh, like as soon as this is over, like you know, say it ends at six o'clock on a Friday night, I can just drive to mum's house at six thirty. It's like oh, like I actually need to wait for borders to open. Like, probably can be two months till I see mum. That sucks. And because I didn't see mum, because my birthday. We were on break then, weren't we? Oh, tragic. On my birthday, what happened was I was in Byron Bay with my girlfriends, having the best time. When we're driving back to go back to Brisbane so I could see mum, then go back to Sydney the next day, borders closed. If you've been in Bondi in the next 14 days, newsflash, I live in Bondi. So I had been in Bondi, even though I hadn't obviously been in any of the contact sites because I was literally sitting in Byron Bay. But, um, so it's just been like shit. I have stopped watching porn simultaneously, which is random because I've noticed that I can't come even like I had probably like some of the best sex of my life this month iconic, really good sex. And I couldn't come through penetración, which is penetration, just if anyone misheard that. Um, when you say this month, you mean in the last 30 days, not in the last 11 days, just in case anyone comes for oh you. Oh my God, guys. I <laughs> I literally probably mean fucking early May. Like, time is a vortex. I don't know what the fuck, what date is it? No, literally over a month ago now, this happened. So if everyone can just... <laughs> last week, I went to an orgy. Um, it was at the Meriton Suites. <laughs> I'm like, guys, new such. I actually had a 75 person party. So that was fun. No, obviously, banter, banter, banter. Fucking Daily Mail, don't write an article about me. So I've stopped watching porn, which is really interesting because I couldn't come from just like being penetrated unless I was thinking about something else. And I just didn't want to do that. Like, literally, the best, probably the best sex of my life. Like, genuinely, like, thinking about it, probably like, yeah, top, top three for sure, right? couldn't come unless they were eating me out and I had like eyes closed and was like I, I'm not like I'm not here babes I'm using your mouth to masturbate unfortunately so amazing sex amazing pussy eating moments couldn't come penetration so I was like I need to stop watching porn because like I want to be able to come with people so I've stopped I haven't watched porn in like yeah like a month which is a long time for me the only things that I've watched are videos of me having sex with people and this is what brings me to what I've been masturbating to all right. So, because I'm not watching porn and it's a fucking lockdown and I haven't had sex in like 40 days at the moment and I haven't even like kissed anyone. Like I haven't fucking been near anyone. Oh, actually. Nah, I have. Not during the lockdown though, obviously. Again, everyone assume I've been in my fucking house stuck there. Like I live alone. Like Come on. But like pre-lockdown, I, yeah, maybe after that person I did have sex with, I had a threesome. That was fun. But like other than that, other than the threesome, I've had to, you know, we're clutching at straws. But I think it's doing, I think I'm doing well because I'm coming to random things right now. I've made a list of things that I've masturbated to. <laughs> we need to have a four-week break more often. This is great. <laughs> literally. Things I've masturbated to in lockdown since quitting porn. That's literally, I'll come and I'll be like, Okay. How long between coming and you reaching for your notes app? Babe, within, I'm talking 40 seconds. Like, I'm still, I'm still in the euphoria. I'm, like, still coming, basically. Like, I've, like, I'm, like, melting into the sheets and I'm, like, must tell Elise. (laughs) 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 Mm. Okay. The first one is a political podcast from 2020 talking about the election. Wait, you were thinking about it? Like no, I no, I put these are things that I oh, th- this is playing. medium that I have grabbed. Like I have, I don't know what that's happening. A festival set from twenty seventeen. 
what the fuck? I couldn't come. And I was like, oh, like, oh this was a good set that I saw. <laughs> what the fuck? Am I fucking okay in the head? You just wanted to recreate those vibes. Euphoria, relaxation. Pre-COVID. <laughs> Pre-COVID. I'm like, as far back as we can go. 2017, let's get a fucking festival set on. What? The fuck? Also, I don't even like festivals. Maybe it's because that's that's taboo kink now for me. I want to be your slave by Maneskin. The year of it. I want to be your slave. Okay. Literally, that song is like, is sex in a song. <laughs> in brackets, it says, I want to be your slave bracket so much that it's at the top of my on repeat playlist. Because it takes me like 20 minutes to come. So it's like, it's just, I want to be your slave. I want to be your master. And I'm like, oh, fuck. A sex tape I have with someone, but which is like normal, but I just zoomed in to watch his face watching me. What the fuck is happening? Then finally, I'd love to love you, baby. That's. <laughs> I mean, it's a hot song. <laughs> it's 16 minutes long. What? Yeah, that song's 16 minutes long. Uh, and it's like, uh, 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 and I felt like I was, I felt like I was literally in like a 70s porno. So that, those are the things that I've masturbated to. Certain things that you've masturbated to if you've quit porn, because Jesus fucking Christ, it's quite bizarre. But I think, I honestly think, again, I haven't been diagnosed with ADHD. I am on the list to get in somewhere. Fuck yeah. But I think I have a new theory and maybe this is ADHD because again, not diagnosed, so I don't really know, but I mean, all the symptoms are there. But I think I realised, because I can masturbate thinking about, like, nothing to these songs. Maybe it's just my mind needs to be preoccupied to be able to come. So it isn't about thinking about the situation, like something, something fucked. I can just put on music and listen to the music and come. Have I cracked a code? I have ADHD and that's how I have to get there. What, thinking about something else? Well, because I can't be distracted, so I need something to take up the space. Not that making love or masturbating isn't is distracting. I just need something else to go adjacent with it. So I'm not feeling like I'm going to be pulled somewhere else. I'm already being pulled in two directions. So it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> two directions. <laughs> nice and pulled in two yeah. directions. <laughs> pulled in two directions. I think that it's making things easier. And I'm I'm hoping that during this lockdown, I can train myself to come for listening to music. And I will literally, but that means the next person next to me, I will like, please hold and be like, you have 16 minutes to get it done. <laughs> like, like, oh, that's actually me. Master, I, and afterwards I laughed. Like, I, I literally was like, is this single at 26 during a pandemic? Is this what it is? I think it is. Like, and I wasn't even thinking about anyone. I wasn't even thinking about the actual song. It just helped me distract myself and I came from the feeling. So maybe if you struggle with that, try music because honestly, maybe not a festival set though. It's a bit fucking weird. Bit fucking weird. A political podcast. And yeah, maybe it's just that it's I'm listening to the podcast but I'm masturbating. And then I'm thinking, am I better than everyone else? Because (laughs) me. And then I was thinking... (laughs) Not because of the music thing, but because even me watching the video of the person I was having sex with, watching their face, that's like me being a good person, being like, I care about their pleasure and all I care about is them coming and then hearing them come. But yeah, so I'm pretty, I'd love to hear weird things you've masturbated too, if, because honestly, I think that's fucking funny. I think that's hilarious. All right. What's, what else is happening? Okay. So I've noticed something recently 
that I think I've always known, but deep down, it hasn't ever come up. And I've never been able to articulate what I mean by this, but something's happened recently. And I've noticed it a lot. And I've been talking to a lot of men about it. Anyway, no point prefacing it with describing it. Let me just tell you what the fuck happened. I have noticed, you know how men, (laughs) how men say, I don't like drama. I don't like conflict. I really don't like conflict. And then they blame women for bringing conflict into their lives. I mean, everyone might already know this, might be common sense, but like, I feel like, like, for example, if a guy like gets caught out doing something, they always blame the girl being like, they're like, dude, like, I just don't like conflict. I don't like drama. Like, I don't, I don't be involved in this shit. And like, you know, implying that like the woman has brought in drama to their lives or like guys would be like, I don't like your friend. Like she causes so much drama. And it's like, she just tells me things you've done on the weekend. Like she just like, she doesn't cause drama. She's like telling me the truth about what you're doing. Again, this is literally just going to be a two-second thought, but it's fucking pissed me off. But I've noticed that it isn't that you don't like drama. It's that you don't know how to confront your own emotions and apologize for shit. What the fuck? Like, I don't like drama. No, you just don't know how to take accountability for your fucking actions. And if I've never, ever, ever heard a female friend of mine, if she's been caught out cheating, which, like, again, women fucking cheat. Like, I'm not saying that women are saints. I mean, I've cheated on someone, but like when I was caught out cheating, I was like, I feel fucking sick. I'm sorry. We need to tackle this head on. I wasn't like, why are you being so dramatic? Gaslighting vibes. It's been like, I, I just hate drama. Like, like you've just caused drama in my life because you've caught me out by cheating on you. Like, what the fuck? But it's like, I've never, ever heard a woman be like, today, friends, like, oh my God, like he just caused so much drama by bringing up the time that I cheated on him. I just don't get why men don't have the ability to, like, actually confront their issues and admit that they're wrong and accept things for what they are and just say, like, oh, yeah, like, I did do that thing and it's fucking shitty and I'm sorry and, like, I acknowledge that what I did was shit. That's my whole thing. Also, you, you're causing more drama by avoiding the thing. Like, my ex used to do this all the fucking time where he would, like, he would do something a little bit naughty. Like, for example, he wouldn't text me for a night out. A little bit naughty. And for him, that was truly a little bit naughty. Not anywhere near the other things he did. And then he wouldn't talk to me for three days because he was, quote unquote, scared of the drama. And it's like, you're creating more drama by not fucking talking to me and just accepting you fucked up. Like, if I fuck up, I'm like, oh, fuck, I better just call them and sort it out. Like, doesn't your anxiety get overwhelming where you're like, I just need to sort this out. Like, and if I if I talk to everyone involved, then I can sort it out rather than being like, uh, she calls him drama. I don't like this about her. She's so fucking dramatic. Like, no, babe, you're the one that ignored me for a whole night to get other girls at the flying cock. Just, like, vaguely. Like, just, like, a vague answer that I just gave. But, like, even shit, like, like I would have girls come up to me when I was out and they'd be like, oh, like, I heard this and this and this about your boyfriend. But they didn't know that it was my boyfriend because no one knew we were dating. Because <laughs> we were a secret. Love <laughs> me. And he'd be like, oh, my God, like, just these girls cause so much drama. And I'd be like, and because the t- I know because I was like twenty two at the time I was like yeah I guess it has caused drama but it's not their fault like I knew that it wasn't their fault and I wasn't blaming them but I, there's no like rebuttal but it's like no you just can't handle your own fucking emotions and your own fuck ups and how emotionally immature and emotionally inept are you to not be able to say I fucked up and no one's actually caused drama except for me asshole anyway speaking of shit like that okay on my stories the other week me looking at my notes app oh. My God, can we please deconstruct some of the notes in my fucking notes up? So I did a TikTok that was like, just a reminder, if you have to write a note in your notes app, you need to break up with them. Like if we're making pros and cons lists, like I literally, my, my therapist the other day made me do a pros and cons list for someone. Actually, no, they weren't even pros. It was it was reasons why they're shit and reasons why they've been acting shit. Those literally were like the two, like, 
and it was a friend, but it's like even that, like you're like, well, like if we're talking in therapy about you for a whole session and making a list, at this late stage, Dal, I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze. You know what I mean? So I have written many a notes in my time and I was looking back to get my like my bank details to give to someone and I saw like a note that started off with like, hey, babe, comma. And I was like, oh, my God, like this is this is definitely like a juicy one. And I ended up going through all my notes and finding all these fucking messages people, even ones that I knew that I hadn't sent, like ones to guys that I'd fucked like twice being like, just letting you know, you, you didn't, which like were all valid feelings, but also did it require a 20 minute notes app or did it just require me to block their number? Like, did it require all my emotional energy and stress and anxiety or did it just require me to go, you're a fucking dickhead and rid them and chuck them into the ocean? If you wrote it in the notes app, did you send it? No. I mean, it could be considered a nice cathartic emotional release. Yes, and actually it is sometimes, but I just talk to myself in the shower now. Yeah. I'll practice conversations. Even like phone calls, I'll be like, hey, how you doing? I was going to say, you sounded so much like that tick. Like, hey, how you doing? What's that from? Is that from like... Real Housewives maybe? Yeah, or like um, uh, the lo- love, oh my God, flavor of love. I don't know. Okay, so I would just want to LMAO at one of my notes. Tragic. And also sometimes I'll write notes when I'm drunk to myself. I also actually one time did a voice. Okay, it was actually really embarrassing, Angie Kent. Not Angie Kent's embarrassing, but poor Angie Kent has heard this because. So when my ex and I used to break up, I used to listen because we break up literally every like month. Like it was like fuck. Like it was like, it was a schedule, baby. It was like a menstrual cycle. Like it, it I should have got in my flow app. You know, like it should have been like oh, ovulating, which means we're doing well, and then periods coming. So we're breaking up. Love him though. Really made me grow as a person. So I one time recorded this voice. <laughs> And honestly, I would say we should play it in the podcast, but it's so sad. It's a sad. It's and it's not even funny, and it's not even like. But it's me talking to myself about how sad I am about my ex because he just broken up again for like the like fifteen millionth time. This isn't the letter that you read on the podcast, is it? This is a different oh, one. There's another one. I love it. Same person, three years apart. I remember sitting in my car at the train station after work and just like sobbing. And I think I had like dark brown hair. So this would have been like 2017, which is three years before the letter was written that I read out in the podcast. Oh, same emotions. So I'm sitting there, I'm recording a voice note, whatever. It's tragic. It's literally sobbing, being like, I just want to feel better. Like, I'm so sad. Like, like, bitch, then leave him. <laughs> bitch, I'm still getting back with him. What the fuck? Okay, then in the Bachelor Mansion... I took in an iPod because you aren't allowed any phones, but I wanted to listen to podcasts still, obviously. Set up on podcasts and also had all my music on there. But that means that all of your voice notes, because when you plug your, I didn't, obviously haven't used an iPod and fucking forever, all your voice notes go on to, they go on. So sometimes we would actually come. I actually have goosebumps thinking how embarrassing this is. I have suppressed this memory from the bachelor. Like, yes, a lot of bad things happen in that house, but this is the worst. So I. So we would put, I actually can't say it. I'm actually, I'm fucking crying. I'm actually crying. So we would put, I have four goosebumps. We'd put, because we had a little stereo system and we'd put in my iPod just on shuffle, right? 
And one time, this voice note came on, like throughout the entire mansion, like, and we'd and we'd and we'd have we'd have this on before cocktail parties, like dancing before, like before we started filming, because obviously not like music during filming. And one time it came on, and I I heard the start of it, and I recognized it, and ran and changed it, like I, like I was like fuck. The voice notes that were on the thing were like probably like a uni speech. Then there was me crying about my ex boyfriend. Then there was also my breakup with my ex boyfriend, but. Not the one that I constantly talk about. And a different... Surprise, surprise, everyone. I have more than one ex. You wouldn't know it. I mean, my therapist certainly wouldn't fucking know it. Love him, though. But the first one... And he broke up with me when he was... Well, no, I broke up with him. He was super drunk yelling at me. Like, it was like... I only recorded because I thought he was going to, like, hit me. Eh. But, yeah, scary times for 19-year-old Abby. So, like, those two things are coming on shuffle randomly. Like, good afternoon, Miss... Property development and town planning. So my thoughts on like what the fuck? Like green strips, satellite cities, discounted cash flows. And then there's like I just want them to love me. And then there's like me going, What the fuck are you doing? And then my ex boyfriend being like, Yeah, I can't like there's just it's just a lot on that iPod. Anyway, I left that iPod in the mansion by accident. And because Angie didn't remember to bring an iPod and she was a bachelorette the week after we finished finale. So my minder gave her, and obviously I didn't give a fuck, it was a fucking old iPod that I bought for $100 on Gumtree before I went on. But she was like, oh, Angie can use Abby's iPod because she doesn't have an iPod. I then met Angie Kent for the first time. Obviously, Angie and I are like friendly now, like we're friends now. Like we have the same management and she's fucking great. I've met her multiple times. We've had a few drinks together, love her. But I've just come off The Bachelor and I go to a Channel 10 party. I'm still excited to see bloody Carrie Ann Kennelly in person, you know, like at this stage, like I'm like a fucking fresh baby. Like the fact that I'm, you know, me standing outside Nova Studios would be so exciting back then. And Angie's like, <laughs> Angie was like, <laughs> we're at a Channel 10 party. We're like at a fucking like, like media event. And I met her for the first time. We're talking about like her season because it hadn't aired yet. And we're just like, you know, bands were a bit drunk. And she's like, I did hear. It's like, there was like a voice note on. <laughs> the Bachelorette. Also, like, The Bachelor. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I'm still, like, I'm, I'm not in media. Like, I, at this point, like, if I met, you know, The Bachelorette, like, well, obviously it's Brooklyn, so I've met her a few fucking times. But it's like, at this point, like, if Jimmy, you know, The Bachelor walked by right now, I'd be like, hey, nice to meet you. But obviously, at that time, my season has, like, just finished airing. Like, I'm, like, still starstruck by, you know, someone who works in PR for Channel 10, let alone fucking The Bachelorette. And she's sitting there being like, <clears throat> yeah, like, I heard this. And I, like, cut her off. And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, that was so random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know I know what you're talking about. I actually think maybe we should find it and play it because it is the most cooked thing you will ever – it is, like – it's like 14 minutes. It's like, it's, like, it's like a sad little, and it's like me like trying to like manifest as well, being like, I'm going to leave him. Um, newsflash, she did not leave him until he ghosted her when her grandma died, but that's a whole different thing. So yeah, that's just another side note that I know what, oh, notes app. On the topic, let's try and find an old notes app because I want to analyze how much I was gaslighting myself 
like, I just want to clarify something. People are like, how are you so confident? And I'm like, I literally am in therapy twice a week talking about my lack of self-worth. What are you all seeing that I'm not? Like, I'm like, I don't get it. Me talking about my opinions, maybe that's what you see as confident, but it's just because I have an inability to shut the fuck up. The thing is, I'm very confident in who I am, but when it comes to relationships, she's not there. Like, like who I am as a person, if I was like a standalone, like if I existed in a vacuum, then yes. And like my friendships, yeah, she's 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 confident in them and like my relationships with my like friends and work and everything and my intelligence. But when it comes to relationships, this is the shit that I was writing in 2017. Let's just just to clarify that for everyone. Hey babe. I'm just a little disappointed and very upset that you didn't think to put in any effort for my birthday. I know we aren't together, so we're we're breaking up and getting back together, but this is the excuse. So we would be together, but we weren't actually together. So you're being fucking crazy. If you want me to do anything at all, yeah, I fuck you five days a week. Yeah, yeah, I tell you I love you. Yeah, yeah, like you're not fucking anyone else. Like I probably am. But like, like, I know we aren't together, but I thought maybe you would have at least tried to put... This is so sad. <laughs> this is so go back in time and like hug you oh it's so sad bare minimum acceptance abby chatfield 2017 babe i mean i mean up to 2021 i mean honestly like someone will send me a meme and i'm like things are fixed i thought maybe you would have at least tried to put some time aside to celebrate my birthday with me especially after i called you crying yesterday about it that is so sad. I know you have exams and it's totally fine because my birthday is always during end of semester exams for uni. I know you have exams and it's totally fine that you can't see me during the week. His uni was a literal 10-minute drive from my house. But I kind of thought, I can't, this is so sad. I kind of thought you would have asked to hang on the weekend. At the end of the day, you're the only one, you're one of the only people I want to see and spend time with and you can't even make the effort to put in a few hours aside and make me really happy. Just sad. Tragic. Isn't that sad? There was a fucking better one that's like, I wonder if I... Okay, <laughs> this is the one. Okay, so this is fucked. Can we just stop gaslighting ourselves? What we need to do is if we write these notes, we need to read them back as though we're our friend reading it. Like as though, you, as though you're Elise reading it that isn't involved in the situation. Like listen to this, Elise. Babe, I really appreciate you coming to lunch today. Because I was, why is it our last week together? Maybe I was going overseas. I think I was going overseas. Wow, can't can't relate. <laughs> That's fucked. Going overseas, what? Like, babe, I really appreciate you coming to have lunch with me today. But as this is our last week together, I really don't have time for it. If you cannot resist messaging girls for forty minutes, so we're sitting at lunch and he's messaging other girls, and I then go back to work at one fifty nine p.m. So this is obviously after lunch. And I'm like, I just don't really like want to hang out with you if you're going to message other girls in front of me for 40 minutes. It's really hurtful. And if you don't have the energy to be just with me for the last couple of days, and probably best we just call it here. Clearly, I want to see you as much as possible, but it just feels a bit silly at this point, sending you a message or seeing your messages and other, with other girls and you being shady. If you're in a weird mood that you think you won't get out of all week like usual, then I'd rather save myself the heartache and frustration and leave it. That's a boundary you've put up for yourself. Oh, yeah, but I've been fucked in the next day. Right. This is the thing. So I'd put, I'd, I'd send this and be like, hey, can you not, like, if you're messaging someone saying, can you not text other girls for 40 minutes in front of me, maybe get rid of this person. Just a fun fact. If you're writing out, and also that was only like a couple of weeks after the last one, being like, I'm really sad about, I'm really sad about all this. 
So, long story short, I just feel like at this late stage, if you're writing this shit and you're gaslighting yourself, there was one that I said that was like, that I, I put on my stories and it was like about when I found out that he had slept with someone else, my text I was going to send him literally was like, I deserve to know, but I shouldn't have pushed it. Like it literally, you're like, I really wish that you'd told me, but like, I'm sorry, I actually didn't deserve, I shouldn't have been so crazy to ask you directly if you'd fucked someone else when I have fucking chlamydia. I shouldn't have, no baby, like, baby, I can really, like, I love you so much. I love you unconditionally and like, ugh. have you done the same thing? Yeah, yeah, my first relationship, I was on my ex's Facebook and was going to like write a funny status. And then a message came up from the girl that he was uh, seeing. Seeing? Yeah, well, they had developed feelings for each other and were talking about it. And I messaged him and was like, what the hell? We've been dating for like 18 months. It was my first boyfriend. <gasps> and he was like... Oh, so now you're on my Facebook too. Yeah, because you're causing drama at least. Yeah. And then okay, I went, but girls I, are so dramatic. Oh, okay, they're so dramatic. They're so dramatic. I did go back like a couple of years ago and went through the messages and I was like, oh my God. For it's the longest time I was like, oh, I can't believe that I was on his Facebook and that I found that. It's my fault. It's my fault. <laughs> no, because you gaslight, your, you gaslight yourself. You're like, you know what? I am being crazy because media also tells us that women are, women are crazy, right? So it's like... Just a reminder, if you're anxiously attached, like me, and you need validation and clarification, to like a certain extent, it's actually completely fucking fine. You're allowed to ask for those things. Like, because when you, if you ask the right person for them, you will get it. For example, again, our Lord and Savior, that guy that I was seeing, who's now my friend, we love him. I would just tell him when I was feeling shit and he would just like fix it or he'd make me feel better and be like, hey, like I totally get why he'd validate my feelings. I get why you feel that way. But actually this is what's happening. Like this is what's actually happening. How do you feel about that? And I'd be like, yeah. And not in like a gaslighting way in like a, I don't know, like I, I'd be like, why can't you hang out tonight? And he'd be like, I should never do that. I don't know. He was just like very like validating my feelings. And once I felt validated, then it was fine because I'm anxiously attached. But when someone's doing shit like gaslighting you about looking at their Facebook and finding shit out. For example, I found out one time Actually, wow, whole other story. I was crying the other day. Again, lockdown week one and a half or something. The shit was pretty bad. I started crying about this guy that I dated from England in 2018. Sobbing. Call Christabel. Hysterically crying. She's like, babe, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I was like, she's crying about... Insert man's name here. And she was like, sorry? She's like, I haven't, thought, I haven't heard about that man in a very long time. And I was like, I know, I just really fucked things up with him. I really fucked things up. And she's like... You haven't seen him in three years. Haven't even thought about him. I think I've been blocked for three years, to be honest. So I had a simple thing. We weren't exclusive, but we were, like, seeing each other. He'd come to, like, my family, like, Christmas and shit. But, like, only because he was a backpacker in Australia. Like, it wasn't like, oh, meet the family. It was like, oh, like, you know what else to do? Come to meet my family. But just before New Year's, I was at his house because he worked at a bar. And I was, like, staying over at his house. And I was on his computer. And on Facebook, something came up from a girl that he'd slept with, like, the week before. We weren't excuse it, like we were, we were seeing each other. And then when he got home from work, I was like, God, I'm fucking so immature. I was like, oh God, it's so funny looking back, being like, I could have just like spoken to him about it, but I was like, I went down to the lobby and got him and was like, hey. Like, and he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, nothing. And he's like, what's wrong? Like, you're, you're upset because he was normal. But I've been dating my ex-boyfriend that I love, and I was so used to not being able to verbalise things as well. It was the thing. I've been gaslit so hard that I didn't feel like I could verbalise what was going on. So I just like, it's fine. I was like still self-regulating because I'd found this out now before he got home from work. And he was like, what's wrong? And I was like, I just, I saw I saw a message from so-and-so, I don't know her name, and like, you guys had sex last week. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, do you want me to not have sex with people? And I was like, 
yeah, like I'd rather you didn't. And he's like, cool, so let's be exclusive. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he's like, well, like that wasn't a boundary. Like, and it can be, I like you. So if you don't want me to do that, then let's just see how this goes. And like, and I was like, I'm, and I was like, I'm so sorry for looking through your shit. He's like, no, like you found something you didn't like. Like it's, what the fuck? Just a reminder, that's like how normal people react to things. Like he was like, no, like, He's like, yeah, like, I kind of assumed you'd do that. You were on my computer. He's like, I gave you the password to my laptop. I kind of assumed you'd kind of look through Facebook. Like, that's, like, also Facebook memories. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, he, he was like, yeah, like, we didn't have a boundary, but, like, uh, I did fuck someone else last week. I don't have feelings for them, but, like, we had sex. And if you don't want me to do that more, then, then let's not. I'm like, let's see how we go. Newsflash, we didn't go well, but because of me, because I ruined it, because I, well, anxious avoidant vibes, and she, then she pulled away. Then she pulled away. But that's a normal way to react and not be like, love bombing, like, no, you're the one for me. He was just like, yeah, dude, I fucked someone else. Um, We didn't discuss this. And uh, you found that, as I assumed you would. So, like, let's let's make new rules because obviously we're not happy with this. And that's why I was crying about him fucking too because he was really nice and normal and really hot. He was the hottest guy. If you're watching this, you were the hottest guy I've ever had sex with. Ever. You're so hot and English. From the north to northern. I met him. Oh, fuck. Love you, babe. I'm going to start crying about it again. But yeah, so basically, just a reminder that I'm still so fucked in relationships and no one, no one think that I'm like some like confident bitch. People DM me being like, <laughs> and like, I love this. I love that they're like getting en- the energy from this, but they're like, oh, like, there's some guy cheated on me. And I thought like, what would Abby do? And then I like blocked him and I'm like, I love that you think that's what Abby would do. But unfortunately, history does show that that isn't what Abby would do. Abby would, in fact, write them a notes app and say, I'm sorry for finding out that you cheated on me. And I'm sorry for daring to ask you to not text girls in front of me when we're at lunch together for the quote unquote last week together. Why was it the last week together? I don't understand. It does sound like one of you is dying. <laughs> I'm sure we fucked the next day. Fault in our stars vibes. <laughs> I'm never going to see you again. Like, we literally live in Brisbane. Like, I'll see you every weekend at the same bar we all go to. Tragic. Oh, my God. That's horrible. I can't believe you did that. What the fuck? Would you mind just not going out with him again? So my friend just sent me a link to send in my story because I tell people this all the time and they just can't believe it. It's so funny. So it's a sex story. One day we were having a party at our house and I invited this guy that I'd been speaking to over late at night. You know, we did the deed, all good. Halfway through the night, he starts like tossing and turning and I'm like, what is going on? And then this waft of smell comes over me. And I'm like, what is that? He gets up and goes to the bathroom, which is just outside my room. And I roll over and sort of just feel the bed and it's completely wet, but it stinks like absolute shit. So I get up and there's this big nugget on... Reindeer poo. That, they have no shame. Honestly, the amount of stories I've heard about men shitting the bed, I honestly... I'm so confused about it. Do they have no control over the? I don't. Un, I don't understand. Okay. On the bed of shit, but it wasn't just that. As he's gotten up to go to the bathroom to take a shower. No. No, I don't want to hear it. Okay, go. <laughs> he's 
put his foot through the shit and walked through my cream carpet (laughs) to the bathroom and there's just footprints of shit everywhere. It's all over the bed. It's all over my whole bedroom. Like the Easter bunny. You know how Easter bunny footprints? That's what it's like. But shit on cream carpet. Jesus, fuck. This is why I hate carpet. I hate carpet and this is specifically why. So I'm mortified and don't know what to do at this point. The whole top story of my house starts smelling like shit and my friend walks out. It's about- Top story. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine you're like, being like awoken by the shit, like being like, babe, can you smell shit? Like have the sewage pipes. What the fuck? What did you have for dinner? Like what's the fucking – Jesus Christ. My friend walks out of housemate and is like looking for her phone and she's like, what is that smell while he's in the shower? And I go and debrief her downstairs. I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? And she's like, you need to get him out of here. And I was like, his phone's dead. And I remember late in the night uh, him asking for a charger and I didn't have one. So she gave me hers and I went back in the room and he's in the bed on my side of the bed. So he's shouting the other side and he knows he's defecated on the other side of the bed. Are you fucking joking? If I shut the if I shut the bed at a man's house, I literally No, you'd be like, "Hey, listen. This is, this has happened." Again, avoiding the situation. No, I would flee. I would simply flee the country. Bye. No, I think I would go, "Uh, yeah, I'm going to go and I'm let's just block each other." <laughs> Look, let's agree. Let's agree. This is not happening. Like all snuggled up, like ready to go back to sleep. And I was like, what the hell is going on? And so I go over and I'm like, hey, here's the charger you wanted, like to charge your phone. And he's like, oh, yeah, thanks. And then he's like, get in here. And like. And roll around in my poo with me. Get in here. (laughs) Come on, doll Grabs me and pulls me. So we're like spooning on my side of the bed. At this point, I'm just freaked out. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I'm too embarrassed for him to bring it up. But then I'm like, I don't want to just lay here. In the shit. Like, what do you mean? Of course you don't want to just lay there in the shit. Duh. I sort of, like, pretend to go back to sleep. And he's, like, full dozed off. And I end up having to get up to open the window because I'm. it's hot, I say. (laughs) But it just stunk so bad. Anyway, so I I heard my housemates all cleaning up downstairs. So I got up and I was like, hey, like, I'm going to be gone for a while. Like, hint, hint, clean your shit, quite literally. Clean your shit. So I was like, yeah, I'm going downstairs to help clean. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I was gone downstairs for like an hour, hour and a half. And he like comes down the stairs, fully dressed, like confident as ever, introducing himself to all my housemates. So I'm like, oh, maybe he like. And all the housemates know. They're like, you've just shat shat in my housemate's bed and you've made the top floor of my house smell. And you're honest, I, I don't get, I don't get it. How have you shut yourself and not realised? All right, continue, Dulce. Maybe he, like, cleaned it up and, like, he doesn't think I know. So I was like, okay, like, I'm just going to play along. (laughs) And then he finally ends up leaving and I go upstairs and (laughs) he hasn't cleaned anything. He's just put, like, my pillows over the shit marks on my white carpet. Like, I'm never going to lift the pillows and find these shit stains. <laughs> he put pillows where she puts, where she lays her head at night. He put her pillows over the shit. Are you joking? <laughs> this can't be real. 
But it can be because she seems very passionate about it and also her poor fucking roommates. So he put the pillows over the shit. God, people are disgusting. Nobody will see this <laughs> If I just place a pillow. Like, what? And then also, now there's shit on the pillows and the carpet. <laughs> well, one thing, the nugget was gone. So the nugget from my bed, I was like, okay, at least he's got rid of the big fucking nugget. Anyway, I pretty much bleach my whole mattress. Like, I had to scrub the floors. It was horrible. And he still didn't bring it up. But he sent me a Snapchat on his way home, like... This is a cool floor because his Uber had like purple car mats. And I just felt like replying with a Snapchat of my floor. Like, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> you decorated my floor this morning. You love a, a fun floor, don't you? It's your thing. Mine's cool too. Thanks for that. <laughs> but I ended up speaking to him about it later that day and he was just like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know what to do. I was so embarrassed. And I was like, you could have at least offered to pay for cleaning or something. But anyway, that's not even the worst part of it. What? Sorry, (laughs) that's not the worst part of it. Okay. Okay. So after I went and got all the cleaning supplies and scrubbed the floor, like I didn't sleep in my bed for like three days while I was like (laughs) cleaning my mattress, (laughs) detoxifying it. Anyway, yeah, like three or four days later, I'm going through my shoe cupboard with the doors always usually open from my bedroom and there's a dried up turd on one of my boots. No, there's not. There's <laughs> uh, a what? <laughs> on her. B- okay. What? <laughs> Haunting her. Oh my God. Okay. So I don't know how that got there, but I don't know if he just flicked it off the bed or like if it was another nugget, but. Yeah, he didn't even clean up the nugget from the bed. He flicked it into my shoe cupboard and I had a crusty old turd on my boot. So that was really fun. (laughs) Yeah, then a few years later, uh, the same guy started messaging me again like, oh, we should hang out. (laughs) Why the fuck would we hang out? You shut on my bed, walked it through my cream carpet, flicked the turd off the bed, came down and says, hey, girls, bye. This is a cool floor. Put some fucking pillows. What the fuck? Why would we hang out again? It has to be a kink. It has to be a kink. There is no way this person has done this and is normal. I think this comes back to, to men not wanting to admit weakness. If yes. I just ignore this, it's I will never have to address it. Never. Never have to deal with it. Never have to deal with it again. If I ignore the fact that I shut the bed and then walked it through your cream carpet, I had someone wee the bed in front of me while, like, in the morning after being hung over. We ended up dating. It's fine. Like, it's like... <laughs> because he was so relaxed and, and hung over that he just wet the bed in front of me. And he was like, holy shit. And I was like... like, But it was like... He at least was like... He's like, this is so fucked. And I was like, I actually don't really care. Like, the fact that he was sitting here laughing about it, I was like, yeah, like, clean it up. But, like, also, like, I don't really give a fuck. Like, I think I was, like, even, like, batteries or something and he wet the bed because he was so relaxed. <laughs> They didn't shit the bed, walk it through my house, and then my, my the poor roommates. So I guess the lesson of this story is if you shit the bed. Have you ever shut the bed, Elise? I believe I was probably one year old last time I shit the bed. Yeah, me as well. I'm not sure. I wonder if I've, yeah, there hasn't been a time where I've even come close to shitting the bed. I do hear a lot of stories about men shitting the bed after going out. I hear a lot of, I, I, this is like a regular thing. 
not like regular, not like not like every weekend, but like I've heard multiple stories. Like I could probably give you five names in Brisbane that I know of shut the bed. Yeah, and I wonder what that means for our society. I wonder if there should be some research conducted as to why so many. Have you ever heard about a woman shut the bed? And if you if she did, you'd hear about it. You hear about when a woman – I've heard men tell stories about women touching their clit during sex and going, like, she's so weird, like, literally. Like, I've literally heard a man and I, when I was at 23 and I was like, that, let her come. No, hun, he's weird. Yeah, you're a freak. Yeah, you're bad in bed. Thanks for telling everyone you're bad in bed. Well done, babe. But you'd hear about it if, if women were shooting the bed left, right and centre. You would hear about it more than the men. Because women are like, oh, the poor thing shut the bed. But men would be like, <laughs> I got my feces and I rubbed it on a wall. <laughs> I win. You lose. Wow. Uh, do you th- yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess that's that for the episode, everyone. If you have your own nightmare fuel that you think can beat that, send it in to hello at itslotpodcast.com. Also, if you want to hear from this season of the podcast, let us know. Suggestions, queries, comments, poo stories, maybe some not poo-based stories. That would be... Kooky. But yeah, thanks for listening. Love you all. We're back, baby. <laughs> 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 <laughs>